Welcome to the Cookery by the Book podcast with me, Susie Chase. Hi, I'm John Gilman. I'm a board member at God's Love, and I'm the creator uh, and compiler of the new God's Love We Deliver cookbook, Nourishing Stories and Recipes from Notable Friends. God's Love We Deliver recently debuted its very first cookbook, which is gorgeous, by the way. What is the mission of God's Love We Deliver, and what is your involvement? Well, I am have been a supporter of God's love for many, many years, but I joined the board about 10 years ago. And the mission of God's love we deliver is to improve the health and well-being of men, women, and children living with HIV, AIDS, cancer, and other serious illnesses by alleviating hunger and malnutrition. So what we basically do is we prepare and deliver nutritious high-quality meals to people who, because of their illness, can't shop or cook for themselves. We also uh, provide nutritional counseling for each person, so we help tailor the meal to specifically help support the condition that they're uh, involved with. Um, And all our services are provided free of charge uh, without regard to income. Jacques Pepin once told me that sense memories, or what he called food memories, immediately transport him back to France. Describe your blackberry cobbler mishap that was the inspiration for this cookbook. This book did start uh, over a meal, as many great things in life do. Uh, I was, uh, was back, it was about three years ago, and I was out east at our home in Sag Harbor with a dear friend and a mentor, Christopher Idone, who is also a great uh, cookbook author. And we were making some late summer meal, which involved a blackberry cobbler. And as we were sitting at the table, I suddenly smelled the bubbling blackberry juice hit the floor of the oven. And it immediately sent this sort of caramelized berry smell into my brain, which took me right back to growing up in the Northwest, which is where I'm from in Seattle. And we started to talk then, and and food memory is such a potent uh, factor in our our memory banks. It's like music. It's like like many things in life. But for me, especially being a a chef and cook, uh, it was a very important moment. And I started talking to Christopher. We had always been toying with the idea of doing a book together, and we suddenly had the the clarity that wouldn't this be a great idea to to do a book that's based on people's memories and have them lead to a recipe in particular. So it could be a combination cookbook and uh, memoir. So we basically, I told him the story of, of, of my childhood in Seattle over that dinner. And uh, after dinner, we We just started making a list of like, wow, we could ask this one. We could ask that one. Wouldn't this be a great book? Um, God's Love was at that time going to celebrate its 30th anniversary. And uh, no one had ever done a cookbook for the organization. So we thought, wouldn't this be a great way to kind of introduce folks to the organization and use the book as a tool for letting more people know about who we are and what we do? God's Love's Kitchen is where food and love come together. 
Tell us a little bit about the planning and preparation process that goes on on a daily basis. You know, we, we, we have volunteers and the kitchen's open every day from seven in the morning till late at night. Uh, each day we are able to cook and home deliver 6,200 nutritious meals. And in, in order to get that done, we have um, a wealth of volunteers who come in. So the way it works is uh, there are different shifts that start. You can have a shift before you go to work in the morning. Say it starts at 7 and you're out at 8.30 or 9. There are shifts throughout the day. They all do different kinds of work. Some, some people are doing chopping. Some people are doing packing. Some people are doing uh, what we call kitting, which is getting everything ready to go into the vans. We also have the ability for volunteers to come in and help us deliver either on foot or go out with our van drivers. So the, we have a small staff of, uh, of chefs and kitchen uh, professionals who oversee the volunteers. And um, we work on a, a cycle, a four-week cycle of different uh, menus so that we can provide variety to people that we're serving. So, for example, there's you know, pork on Tuesdays, chicken on Wednesdays, vegetarian Thursdays, and then each week there'll be a different preparation of those items so that it gives some variety for uh, the, the clients that we're serving. Speaking of staff, I find it fascinating that your paid staff make up only 5% of your service pool. Talk a little bit about your impressive volunteer model. Well, it really is the heart of the organization are the volunteers. Uh, we have over 10,000 volunteers a year wow. that come through God's love. And um, it's, it's really like it's, it's kind of unbelievable, but it's, uh, we, we figured it out that it's 100 volunteers to one paid staff. So it keeps our costs very low, and we, we're always working on trying to obviously raise money to pay for the services we provide, and this really, really helps. I think we, we figured out that it saves us over $2 million a year in uh, 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 costs for uh, employment by just having these volunteers. And the, and the other side of it is really is that it gives volunteers a wonderful uh, ability to give back and to work with uh, great people in the kitchen. And you really can tell the difference in the meals that come out of it because, it's, as they say, all our meals are made with love. This cookbook features family recipes and personal anecdotes from 75 celebrities and friends. What did it take for you to round up all of these incredible folks? Well, the whole process was really, you know, I've never had made a book before. And um, it was a bit daunting to start with, but having Christopher by my side, who had at least nine or 10 books under his uh, belt, made it a little easier. The only difference with this book was that we had to um, corral a great number of people, as you mentioned. So the way that this all kind of happened was I, I live across the street in Sag Harbor from wonderful uh, literary agent at ICM. So I went over to her after this, this fabled dinner and told her, I basically pitched my idea to her and said, what do you think of this idea? And she said, this is a wonderful thing. I love this. Um, she said, here's what I want you to do. Go out and five, find five bold-faced names 
that you can get to commit to the project and then I'll help mentor you along. So what I did was um, basically hit the ground running and you know, God's Love is an organization that is loved by many and we have a lot of kind of great friends of the organization, but it took a lot more than just having the connection with God's Love. We, I really had to rely on a lot of personal contacts but my first call was with, was to Ina Garten, who was a friend, and I asked her, you know, told her about the project, and you know, I know how busy you are. Immediately, she said, "I'd love to help. What can I do?" And then I called Isabella Rossellini. She said, "Love to do this. This sounds like a great thing." We then got Danny Meyer, we got Michael Coors, and we had, I think, the fifth was Joan Rivers, and we were basically off. Once you, once we had a sort of core group, we were able to kind of get more to join the force. And it, it took a lot of phone calls, a lot of emails. Oh, I bet. Uh, you know, and once people, you know, these are all very busy people. Yeah. So once they say yes, you know, in a moment of weakness, uh, it's then the follow-up of, okay, now we need your story. Okay, uh, we need a recipe. Um, you know, and then at certain points it was, well, we have a lot of pastas. We'd really love to try to get something in this category or that category. So it took a lot, a lot of work. And, and a lot of times we had to go through uh, agents or publicists and that added another layer. But it, but it really within it took us about two years to get all of the uh, recipes and stories in to test them, to uh, have them all uh, modified so they're in a format that would be consistent. And then to, we did four different shoots sort of, you know, over the seasons to get the best ingredients at the best times. Uh, and we're lucky enough to have this amazing food photographer named Ben Fink, who actually was another one of those great calls. He, uh, I called him up and I said, Ben, I know how busy you are and you're always so doing, working on so many projects, but would you consider this? And he immediately said yes and did it gratis for us. So it was, a, it was the whole book was really a, a project of, uh, of love and giving. And we're so proud of what, of what the way it came out. It's such a testament to your organization. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just that from so many is how we do what we do. What is one of your favorite recipes out of the cookbook? One of my favorites is Alice Waters' uh, chicken with 40 cloves of garlic. Yes. I, I love... That's a hit. Um, I, it, it's a simple recipe, but it's easy to make, but it always comes out good. And it's I love the way that you present it with the toasted bread and the chicken and you smear the garlic on the, the warm baguette. And it is so delicious. Probably one of my guilty pleasure recipes would be the um, coconut cake that Roseanne Cash put in the book. It is uh, sinfully delicious if you like coconut. And her story is so, uh, so it's so great. It, she loves the cake so much herself that she, that she starts her story by saying, I know this may sound morbid, but I want this cake served at my funeral. <laughs> and then the story goes off from there. But there's a lot. It's really the stories are the heart of the book. I mean, it's a wonderful recipe book, but the combination of the stories and understanding who that person is and maybe learning a little something new about somebody that you wouldn't have expected. 
it it, it really made a, it makes a nice book. Yeah, last night for dinner, I made Chef Michael Anthony's sugar snap peas and cucumbers from page 50. And I had no idea he had open heart surgery in 2011. But he wrote a really touching story about he, how he found healing and comfort in the dishes that his restaurant friends brought by the house when he was recovering. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a great story. And he's he's actually a fellow board member and a wonderful man and has really, uh, really helped a lot uh, in getting some of the chefs on board for the book project um, and owe a lot to him for his his efforts. What's nice about the the book also is that it's such a great New York uh, mix of, of, of people. We have actors and we have authors and playwrights and choreographers and uh, chefs and you know, it's just it's a little bit of everything, you know, and I think it, it makes it really interesting reading. So last night, I also made Danny Meyer's Blue Smoke Kansas City ribs on page 202. They were incredible. And I grew up in Kansas City, so I had to make these. But it was nice to read about how barbecue brought back his childhood memories of growing up in Missouri. And I think the idea of food is love really shines through in each and every recipe in this cookbook, don't you think? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it really makes you want to um, invite someone over and have dinner together. I mean, the whole idea of, of memory and food and um, and all that that means for different people. It's it's a great, great way to uh, celebrate friendship. And uh, as someone said, I was talking to someone that we had interviewed for the book, but cooking a meal for someone is one of the greatest acts of kindness and uh, I think that really shows through in, the, in all the recipes. Where can we buy this cookbook, and how can we give to God's Love We Deliver? Well, the cookbook is uh, available through God's Love. We are uh, the publisher, and uh, with the idea, uh, one of the great things about this book project was that I was able to raise all the funds to cover any of the hard costs associated with printing the book so that as uh, as a gift item, uh, this book, 100% of the proceeds go to feed people that we serve, which is not just, you know, most, there's so many uh, charities that say, oh yes, and a portion of which will go to you know, our programs. This is a 100% goes to our programs. You can find the book most easily by going to the website, godslovecookbook.com where there are some great um, audio stories online as well as uh, samples of the book and you can click a button to buy it right there. In order to uh, make a donation to God's Love We Deliver, the best way to do that is to go to glwd.org and uh, you can see the many ways that you can contribute on uh, that page. I urge everyone to spread the love and buy this cookbook. Thank you so much, John, for coming on Cookery by the Book podcast. Great. Thanks for having me, Sue.